0: Thanks for tuning in Timfoil Tinfoil Hat if, to see me live or the Tinfoil Hat Comedy Night. Go to samtripley.com. All my dates and all the tickets links are there. Go to samtriple.com and see me live. Thank you and enjoy Tinfoil Hat.
1: Tinfoil Hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will- have to be imposed, and and, and a world-governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to Tinfoil Hat. We we go deep, homeboy.
0: Eric, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron.
1: This is only the beginning. There's, you just blew my mind. Are you ready to get your
0: mind blown? Revolution will be podcasted. Oh, oh, it will. It is. Guys, welcome to Fall Hat. You know who I am. You know what I'm here to do. I'm here to rock, everybody. Uh, Join me, as always, is my partner in crime. Uh, to know him is to love him. He's the one, the only XG, and the place to be. Xavier Guerrero. What's up? How are you, dude? Pretty good, chilling. Chilling, dude. Chilling. Great things are coming. Salt Lake is coming. Everything's coming. Guys, come to the shows, the live shows. You know, I love when I meet you on the streets. You're like, hey, you in town. I'm like, yeah. Oh, I wish I would have known. Well, if that means you went through and fast-forwarded through all the ads and all the stuff that helps make the show possible. Okay, we're going to be live in your town very soon, starting, what is it, uh, October 17th? 19th. 19th, 19th. hell yeah. Salt September 19th. Salt Lake City. We Wise are Wes Jordan at Wise Guys. That man right there, XG, Eddie Bravo, myself, we're coming in Killing guns it. uh Blazing, dropping them truth bombs on those unsuspecting fools. So welcome all you Jack Mormons and Mormons alike. And then the following night is October twenty second. That not the following night, but the next big show is live. That's right, it's Tim Fall Hat at the Comedy Store. It's a Once Upon a Time in the Main Room. That's right, Tim Fall Hat is live in Hollywood at the Main Room at the World Famous Comedy Store. It is XG. Eddie Bravo. Duncan Trussell has been added. We forgot to do that ad last week. (laughs) Duncan Trussell has been added to the show along with Tim Dillon and myself live in the main room. You can grab those tickets at thecomerystore.com or you can go to samtripley.com and check out that lineup. Yes. I'm very excited about that. Tickets are moving very quickly on that. By the way, they told me we are way ahead of schedule. Uh, guys, the T-shirts are cooking <clears throat> with gas. Go to go to com. All of them. If you came to a live show and there wasn't a shirt for you, this is a great place to buy them. We got the New York one about to pop. We got Texas, San Francisco. We got uh, Indianapolis. They're all there. Skull Unicorn. You love it and I love it. Um, also, the Patreon's on fire. Audio, video, it's all three, two to three hours every week is thrown up on there uh and i'm um, trust me dude we're just getting better and better guests on conspiracies now uh the the uh the secret side the mad hatters and my sunday fun days okay i try to do one every week sometimes i can't but for the most part i'm doing them live streams answering your questions ama sunday fun days so yeah but today's episode it's brought to you by our good friends at Blue Chew. That's right. American boners for American people. Who doesn't like a rock hard boner? I love a rock hard. So I live in a dangerous neighborhood, so sometimes I like to walk around with a little shank. You know what I'm talking about? So I take a little Blue Chew, come rock hard, ready to fight. All right? You know, appreciates it. Your ladies. That's right, guys. That's right. Blue Chew is American company for American men and American boners for those American ladies. If you like sex, you'll like Blue Chew. Dot com. Blue Chew offers men a performance enhancement for the bedroom. Wouldn't you like to last longer? Go X rounds. Who wouldn't? At BlueChew.com, you, we've got the first chewables with the same active ingredient as Viagra and Cialis, dude. I can't get hard enough. That's how I love it, dude. I, sometimes I sleep and I have a rock hard bone just in case anyone breaks in. They know I mean business, okay? You want some of this and some of this? Come get some, homeboy. And homegirls, mostly homegirls. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, if it's time to get weird, it's time to get weird. So, guys, do me a favor. You love chewables? That means they're quicker, faster for you. Okay? Visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment free when you use the promo code TINFOIL. Just pay $5 shipping. That's B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com. Use the promo code Tin foil, one word. Chew it and do it. Loving me, loving you. Ah, there we go. That's it. That's the business. Let's
2: do it. That's quick.
0: That's quick. What time was that at? Five forty-five. That's all you had to do is listen. Be my friend. Uh, I'm excited to have our next guest on. Uh, he was uh, at the end of the big Vegas second anniversary show with Greg Carwood. And our man Jason Burmese, uh, we had mentioned his videos and like the swarm that you are, because you are the swarm. You are the secret side of Manhattan, aka the swarm. You guys show up, and he was nice enough to leave a couple nuggets in the comments section on the YouTube channel. His YouTube channel is called John H. Hoover, all right? It has over 19,000 subscribers, 250 videos. He's been doing it. Uh, For two years, over 4 million views. He recently got kicked off of Twitter, but he is here. He has a, uh, I mean, dude, his videos open my mind. If you thought something shady was in Vegas, this guy blew it all up. Please welcome to the show. Discuss yet again. I'm so excited to go even deeper dive into the Vegas shootings of two years ago. Please welcome Mr. John Cullen, everybody. How are you?
1: I'm doing great, Sam. Nice to see you. John, XG, good to see you.
0: Uh, Thank you. It's an honor and a privilege to have you on, and I really do mean that. Uh your videos are are just mind blowing. Uh your your attention to detail uh has really changed the way I view it. Like and I'm just starting to think like just like nine eleven. Vegas shooting has layer upon layer of deception to make you, to set the stage, set the table for one narrative when it, in in all honesty, it was most likely a completely different narrative. Uh, What made you so passionate about this particular high-impact event?
1: Well, excuse me. Uh, When it occurred... Um, uh, I don't know if you're aware, but uh, uh, I live in Thailand, and Ooh. so when it occurred, uh, 10 p.m. in Las Vegas is noon the next day in Thailand. So it was Monday at 12 noon, as all this started to happen, and it actually started to show up in Facebook and Twitter, and um, Drudge Report even was reporting on it, and so and. I guess on the West Coast as it went into, you know, right? And so uh, it just hit me hard. Um, I used to work in the World Trade Center a long time ago, a long time ago, right? Um, Before the attacks. And I lived around the corner. Um, So that, uh, both the attack in 93... Uh, And the attack in uh, 2001, both were, you know, it's my backyard. So uh, when this happened, just something was wrong about it. And as the video footage came out from eyewitnesses like Corey Langdon, the taxi driver, Raymond Page, who was filming on Las Vegas Boulevard, as I started watching the video footage, I just said, wait a second, wait a second. The story we're being told and what I'm seeing here, these are completely different things and um i had the time and i guess i had the skills uh to see things and to hear things that other people weren't seeing or hearing were relatively few and i just uh, stayed dedicated to the cause
0: you really so. you really have kept the narrative or excuse me not the narrative but the story going you more than anybody your videos have really allowed us to re-examine with new eyes new evidence of what's going on and just the deception that is going on and what people need to understand is like let if you don't even want to discuss like was it an inside job on 9-11 which to me if we're there are people who actually believe that 9 eleven went down with the official narrative. that blows my mind, but there is so much involved with the Vegas shooting to believe that it went down. And I actually believe that it was so poorly put together that that narrative dropped so quickly that there but there are still some people that don't want to come to the realization that mm-hmm. American people attacked american people that very dark arts human beings at the highest levels uh openly slaughtered american civilians and possible possibly possibly possibly. i I
1: don't know that we have evidence of that but it it's possible the the evidence that i have is that it wasn't americans behind the triggers oh so that's yeah so the evidence that i have is that Th- these weren't Americans.
0: Oh, okay. I'm interested in hearing this. Uh, uh, yeah. there, are, there are stuff that makes me think that maybe the trigger people may not, and I'm interested in hearing what you're saying, but when you find out someone like the CEO of the MGM property sells a giant mm-hmm. group of, mm-hmm. uh, a large uh, group of uh, stocks right before when uh, mm-hmm. this guy's using the, the, you know, the employee uh, entrance, like that, makes me think that there are Americans involved, maybe not necessarily pulling the trigger, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. we're involved mm-hmm. in the the planning and executing of it.
1: I certainly understand why you would think that, okay. and there are people that want you to think that. Mm. However. Um, the extent of the research that I've done, um, basically I, I've been on this full time six days a week for two years. Wow. Wow. when I say full time, I'm not talking eight hour days. I'm talking 10 hours and 12 hours a day.
0: Wow.
1: So I've been on this full. Yeah. So, um, here's the story with Jim Merrin and the MGM. Jim Marin is absolutely innocent, and I'll tell you why. Okay. In order for, in order for the CEO of a public company to f- sell their shares, they have to file with the SEC at least six months in advance. All right, so for in order for him to sell those shares, he had to uh, file a form with the uh, Securities and Exchange Committee saying that as CEO, I plan to sell these shares. And because he has insight into insider information, CEOs, CFOs, and other officers of the company are under this sort of uh, set of requirements from the SEC. So it's not like he can just get a tip and then the next week sell his shares. He can't do that. So he would have had to have been tipped off at least six months in advance, and that's very unlikely if my hypothesis is correct, okay, and the people th- that I believe who are behind it are behind it, Jim Merrin is the last guy they're telling about it.
0: I love it. I love it. So let's uh it happened October 1st. I'm so excited to hear everything you have to say. October 1st, 2017, 58 people killed, 413 wounded by gunfire. They still have no motive.
1: Correct. Neither the Las Vegas Metro Police Department or the FBI were able to determine a motive. And the three cornerstones of any criminal investigation. So, right.
0: Hold on one you second. Just, uh, the connection got a little weird. Can you start that little bit, a little bit, uh, Can you start that over? The cornerstone?
1: The connection The cornerstone, cornerstone, uh, and I'm hardwired, by the way. I'm not on Wi-Fi. The uh, the cornerstone of any investigation (laughs) is means, motive, and opportunity. What happened?
0: No, no, no. It's like you went down, but so interesting. You're hardwired, yet it's like... It's just uh, when you start getting into it, it starts fucking, it starts dragging, which I find very interesting. Uh, okay. Very interesting. Uh, so.
1: Uh, it means, motive, and opportunity. There we go. Are the three cornerstones of any uh, investigation, right? Right. And the FBI and the Las Vegas Metro Police Department in the single largest shooting in American history can't find a mo- motive.
0: Can't find a motive.
1: And that's rather, you know, that's being, it's unacceptable. That's unacceptable. So you have to ask, well, maybe this isn't the guy. Maybe he didn't do it if there's no motive. And then we start to study the footage. We start to study the eyewitness video. And you guys have been watching some of my films in the last couple of days. Yep. And so, you know, so my question to you guys is, well, as you were watching the video, what kind of struck you? What kind of hit you guys? And you were like looking at each other going, oh, my God, you know. Where did this come from? What, what kind of hit you guys?
0: Well, one thing I found really interesting and in how you pointed out was during the uh, the sound of gunfire, we see no flash from the hotel where they said it happened.
1: That's right. So that that's what begins. That's what kind of sets you off on this investigation is we hear gunfire. And yet when we look at where his window is, there's no muzzle flash coming from the room. So that's a, that's a disconnect, right? And that creates something called cognitive dissonance. Cognitive dissonance is when you're told one thing, but you see something else. And it, it doesn't feel right. So I'm looking up at the window. I don't see gunfire. But I'm being told that that's where the gunfire is coming from. But I'm looking, and it's not coming from me. I don't see it. Yeah. So yep. how do we explain that? Then, as I start researching further, and I start looking at the professional photographs, that were taken by guys like David Becker and Jim Locker. Uh, These are professional uh, photographers for Getty and Associated Press, and I'm looking at their images taken with their Nikons, and the window in 135 doesn't appear to be broken. Well, that would explain why there's no gunfire coming from that room.
0: Yep. Yep, I remember that in the video. So there's no gunfire come from the window, and the window isn't necessarily even broken.
1: Correct. Which, so this, you know, this is the craziest rabbit hole that I, I think
0: we, that we could be going down for sure.
1: Seen, yeah, seen in the a while. American people in history. This is crazy. And, you know, you brought those up earlier. I believe they're all separate. each one of these tragedies is completely individual and separate and needs to be treated that way until you discover that there are potential perpetrators behind one of these that are the same as perpetrators of an earlier similar crime. Yes and that's what and that's what we discovered here.
0: yeah, we've discovered that, yep.
1: Wow. So the evidence, uh, kind of the usual suspects, so to speak. Oh
0: my god, dude! So let's get into this, man. Uh, let's break down the, the the driver the taxi driver footage. Why both sure. the New York so Times? That's,
1: the, that's pr- probably that's the first footage most people saw coming out of the event. Was this Corey Langdon is a woman who was driving? I don't know if she's driving an Uber or, or what, but she uh, pulls into Mandalay Bay into the cab shoot as the gunfire is going on and she records it on her phone and that footage came out relatively early and i started studying that footage and it just didn't sound like one man firing from a window 32 floors above uh, above the ground but we started studying it now the video we're going to go to now if you queue up to six minutes and 18 seconds xg got, got um, it yep. So, so what happened here with this line
0: Lund- What happens with this video? is
1: – What's going on? Yeah. Uh, For- real quick, one more time, because the uh, the uh, review journal. Who you guys, John? Know, like, real quick, did real quick. Call back from Skype. Yeah.
0: No. No. uh
1: you off,
0: Yeah. You keep cutting off. Real quick. But why don't you? Can you say that sentence again so everybody can hear it?
1: Sure. <clears throat> the Las Vegas Review-Journal is published by Sheldon Adelson, right? He bought, he bought the newspaper. Yeah. It's the biggest newspaper in, in Nevada. Um, the Las Vegas Review-Journal published Corey Langdon's footage that she shot from the taxi. And they published a five-minute clip. But in that five-minute clip, they edited out about 45 seconds of the first 60 seconds. And the question is, well, why would you do that? Why would you cut out 45 seconds of this and then let the next 4 minutes and 15 seconds just run unedited? So why don't we take a look at this video real quick, XG, at uh, 6 minutes and 18, and let that play for a couple seconds. Turn the audio down for this. We don't want the audio to play, and I'll just talk over it.
2: Perfect. Got it, Aaron.
1: Aaron? It's not going? That's fine. Yeah, there we go. I see it okay. in the first minute. The Las Vegas Review Journal deletes forty six seconds of evidence,
3: oh, and so the question is: well,
1: Why would they do that? All right? Why would the Las Vegas Review Journal edit out any of this footage, <clears throat> and they publish this October third, and this is a big deal. Meaning, less than forty eight hours. After the gunfire stopped, they published this version of Corey Langdon's footage. And I didn't realize that this was an aerial attack until October 8th. And I didn't start publishing videos until October 11th. So there there was no helicopter theory on October 3rd. Nobody was talking about it. So what I did is I put the original footage on the left and the Las Vegas Review Journal footage on the right. And now now you can put the audio up, XG. You can put up the audio. The uh, the music's gone.
0: Yeah. Oh, they stopped it. Yeah, it's so interesting. So what we see here is basically side-by-side side the... Yeah, it, does, it sounds like automatic gunfire. We have this taxi driver's uh, drivers audio uh, video. And then what we're seeing is what is being cut out of of the video. So basically what happens is like this big chunk of video has been cut out. And you can hear the shooting. Now it sounds like it's coming from um, farther away. And she says it's happened farther away. She sounds like it's happening farther away.
1: That's right.
0: And now this is what—now this is what they put out. That's right. And now you hear it closer. That's so interesting, man. That is so interesting.
1: So, XG, can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Can you cue up to four minutes and 35 seconds in that same video? Go to 0435. So, John,
0: as he's uh, queuing that up, can I ask you a question? Where did you get the original video from? Was it, a, was it a cut in the video that made you know, oh, some got edited? I want to find the original version? And where did no, you find that? I original? had the
1: original. I had the original version, and literally only a couple weeks ago did I uh, take a look at the Las Vegas Review Journal version. And when I watched theirs and I saw an edit in it, I'm shaking my head, like, why are they editing the – and it's in the first you know couple seconds. Why are they doing that? And I know why they're doing it. I know what they're editing out. And we're going to show that to the audience now. They're going to see why they cut out these uh, these 40-something seconds. So let's go to o four thirty five and uh, let's turn the audio down at the beginning, and let's see what we've got here.
0: For you at home that are listening on this and you want to do it yourself, uh, this video, just go to J. John H. Hoover and the video john e hoover hoover Hoover. Hoover, john e hoover okay and it's did the vegas review journal violate the public's trust by deleting key videos from october 1st so if you're following at home that's the uh and you're listening and you want to look it up yourself that's the video to look up
1: all right ready yep so let's keep the audio down for now So So, where were the edits? What did they cut out? How long were their edits? When did they make them? Why did they make them? So we're going to take a look at what happened here, right? So we're going to see what they did, where they did it, why they did it. And now you should be able to turn the audio up when you see her footage. Yeah, now you can turn the audio up again, actually.
0: Oh, yeah, listen to that. You can hear it twice. Or is that an echo? Oh, stop, stop, stop it. Yeah, turn
1: it down. No, no, no. That's okay. That's license-free. You okay. can play that. You Go, can play that. Go with then Let play. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Okay. So that was 9.8 seconds. Okay. All right. 13.6 seconds. They cut that, out.
0: That's, it sounds like automatic gunfire.
1: And now we're back.
0: Interesting. So basically, what's what, what's the text saying right here,
1: John? Can we, you walk us so through? We've got, so we've got so so we've got over thirty seconds of edit. They're cutting out all of this footage in the first minute. And the question is, well, why are you cutting all this footage away in the first sixty seconds of footage? This this makes no sense.
0: Okay, so that and music that bad. you're playing is the amount of time that they cut out from the
1: video. That's right there we go okay. so I'm exactly so I'm playing the silly uh, you know, the, the silly music while they're cutting everything away and showing you nothing because they don't think you should see it and so now XG audio down audio yep. down XG let's go to 0722 and uh, let's see if we can see what, what was really going on 0722 in that video there you go that's it Actually, whenever you down, hear
0: that music yes no? kill that kill it so what right. are we seeing here, no, John? This is okay. All
1: right. So this is okay. You can you can put the sound up now. Yeah. There's no music here.
0: So they cut. So when the screen goes black, does that mean they made an edit?
1: Correct. Okay. And perfect. what you're seeing what you're seeing on the left side is a helicopter flying northbound over the venue yeah, does, uh, uh, like near the tr- by the color. Tropicana and the Luxor, and they cut that out but oh they do not want you to see it.
0: oh my god and John's really good at this because what he does is he circles where you can see the light from the helicopter flickering
3: now it sounds like it's coming from
0: um, farther away
1: if you want, you can jump forward a little bit. XG, turn the audio down, and let's see if we can find the spot where we've got the red circles around the helicopters, and the audience will get to see them pretty pretty easily. You can just kind of scrub forward real fast.
0: John, what is uh, your estimation of how many helicopters were there that night?
1: Originally, I thought there were three, but recent evidence makes it appear that there might be as many as six.
2: What? Holy shit!
1: Yeah. So it's something something between those numbers. It's either three, four, five, or six. It's not less than three. There's no way it's less than three. And I can account for the helicopters. I can show you where they came from, who owned them, and that there were six of them, and that there were six of them there the week prior. Right? So now, XG, why don't we go to that – in that document I sent you, why don't we go to number two? Do we see evidence of gunfire coming from elsewhere? And, um, you got that, John, you know, um,
0: as you're looking at up a real quick, I want to ask you about the theory that there were shooters possibly on that Mm -hmm. trailer. Have you ever heard Mm -hmm. any of that, that there were shooters, snipers on the trailer hitting people from there? And there's like, people have always done like some of the earlier investigations shown that, uh, like little images moving a little, what looks like people moving on top of the trailer. Your thoughts on that?
1: Absolutely. All right. So. The way I structured my investigation, <clears throat> my feeling was if there are shooters on the ground, and there probably are, it could be Crips, it could be Bloods, it could be Bloods on Crips, it could be MS-13, it could be anybody. But it can't be anybody in helicopters. Yes. As soon as we've got guys with guns in helicopters, guarantee it's not the Bloods, guarantee it's not the Crips, and guarantee a MS-13 can't fly. changes, right? It changes everything. As soon as this becomes an aerial attack, I don't care if there's three commandos on the ground, seven commandos on the ground, 14 commandos on the ground. That doesn't tell me where, you know, where they came from. The fact that there's two, three, four helicopters, that's entirely different. That changes everything. And so I ignored all this ground-based shooter stuff because it turns out there are a bunch of guys in U.S. Army uniforms and, you know, anybody can wear BDUs these days, right? Anybody can wear camo and go to a concert. So you never know what you're seeing. And meanwhile, there's helicopters shooting women in the face. So I'm not going to be distracted by guys on rooftops of trailers. Oh, it, to gotcha. me, that's irrelevant compared to guys in, in helicopters shooting people in the head.
0: All right. I gotcha. All right. So what are we looking at now?
1: All right. So this is, I took the, uh, the Raymond Page video. He was on Las Vegas Boulevard and had a great view of room 32135 and I isolated 32135, uh, for what amounts to a hundred seconds of gunfire. If you, the attack lasted 11 minutes from 1005 to 1016 and if we take all of the gunfire and take away the space between the gunfire, it's 100 seconds of gunfire what? nonstop. So I made a video that's 100 seconds of gunfire, isolating on the hotel, looking for the muzzle flash coming from Stephen Paddock's room. Now, we know that there are gunshots coming from that little secondary room next to his, the, the adjoining room, the internal one. Yeah, the side. Right? So there was that internal door that went to room 134. We know there's gunshots coming from there, but they're single shots. They're rifle shots, right? They're like bolt action rifle shots. It's a different kind of thing going on. Out Almost like
0: uh, um, a sniper shots, would you say?
1: Well, according to the LVMPD, there were eight shots taken from that room and they were all at the tanks and six of the eight shots missed the tanks.
0: So they can, now, they're not snipers. <laughs>
1: Right. Yeah. Well, just to put it in perspective, Sam, the distance is about 700 yards and the tank is 48 feet tall and 78 feet wide.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. And the NRA target at 600 yards is uh, the the bullseye is two and a half inches. Yeah. So I mean, that's like trying to miss a tank. If you miss a 48 foot tall tank, you're really bad. You're really bad. But according to the Las Vegas Metro Police, eight shots were taken from that room. They were all at the tank. What that means is no, no one was killed from room 32134, And if no one was killed from 32134, no one was killed from Mandalay Bay because there's no shots taken from the other room because the window isn't broken. And you're going to see that in this video. See if you can see any muzzle flash coming from 32
0: 135. And th- is this the same video that I just told them about, or is this a different video? It's a different video.
2: Okay, what's the name of this video? Raymond Page isolates on 32 through 135, nonstop fire, count the muzzle blast.
1: Okay. And That's this, right. okay. i queue up to 39 seconds. 39 seconds in. And this should just be continuous gunfire. And yes, the audio can play. There's no music here, actually. Perfect. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I stabilized it and I isolated it wherever possible, and we zoomed in so that we could focus on you know, do we see muzzle blasts coming from the hotel?
2: Oh,
0: look at that, yeah. Okay, so he zoomed in on the Manlin Bay, and what we're looking at is zero gunfire, zero muzzle coming from this hotel why this video is playing and you can play the regular video and sync it up and find out that that is the same audio that and then we see uh,
2: you see a helicopter in there
0: we see the first helicopter appear and now we see a second helicopter appear now are those two different helicopters John
1: so at issue yes so the there's one aircraft between the two buildings, yeah. and it's heading northbound. And we know that that's not a jet aircraft, because jet aircraft aren't departing uh, northbound over there. They head westbound. And it's not a tour helicopter. The two way. big Keep tour hel uh, heli-
0: you know, Helicopter companies?
1: Helicopter companies were yep. Maverick and Sundance.
0: What were they called? Maverick and Sundance, and John? Maver-
1: what was that, Sam? I'm what,
0: sorry. What was the name of the companies? The helicopter
1: companies? So, so one of them is called Maverick. Okay. And one of them is called Sundance. Oh, stop. Whenever Up, you... Music, music off. There we go. So the the gist of this is that the, tel- the uh, helicopter tour companies that are in the vicinity are accounted for. We see Sundance. We see Sundance come in and land at 10.05. We see Maverick depart at 10.12. But these aircraft that we're seeing, it's between those time frames, and there's nothing on flight radar. And that's a big problem. Um, so if they're unaccounted for, and there's no gunfire coming from the hotel, and we see aircraft that aren't on flight radar, and it's not Sundance, and it's not Maverick, and it's not the police. well, then Who, who could, could, it could it be? be? Who, and what who? are they doing? They might come forward. It's not HBO. It's not the news. It's not CNN. We don't have the footage. Right. It's not Dana White. Dana didn't come forward and say, hey, guys, that was me. I was up there. Right. I got pictures. It was crazy. Nobody has come forward to say, oh, yeah, that was us. And there's so many of these helicopters that it's crazy. And then we have eyewitness saying, uh, I'm certain they were shooting at us from the helicopter.
0: So, John, let me ask you a quick question. Are you telling me that one of these tourist helicopter companies took off later on after the shooting?
1: So there is a company, the biggest company in Las Vegas is called Maverick. And it's owned by uh, Greg and Ginny Rockna. And they have about 50 helicopters in Vegas. Uh, They take people out to the Grand Canyon and they have helicopters in Hawaii as well. Very big company. And at 10, 12 p.m. before the shooting ended, seven Maverick helicopters depart. How many Maverick? Maverick. How many? Sorry, John. During you're... the gunfire. Seven helicopters depart from Maverick at 10, 12 p.m., but the kicker is only five returned. Two of them turn off their transponders and head south and do not return to base. So my hypothesis is that Maverick was exfiltrating, the fancy word for getting somebody the heck out of there, some VIPs, and seven helicopters went up during gunfire before the attack was over, and uh, they did something really heroic that night that they will not talk about.
0: Hold on. so. Okay, so you, 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 you dragged a little bit right there, but let me see if I can understand this. You, Maverick did something heroic that night? Correct. And what was...
1: At, at, at 10, 12 p.m. during the gunfire, everybody's running for their lives. People were dropping. People were getting shot. Seven Maverick pilots spin up and take off. Now, who's on those, who's on those aircraft? Each one of those aircraft carries six passengers, and they don't spin up the next one until the first one's full. So they don't send up four aircraft until the first three are full with six people, six people, six people, right? They don't send up the next one. So to send up seven aircraft, that means six of them were full. That's 36 people. Where's that flight manifest? Who was on board Maverick helicopters at 10:12 p.m.? Where's the photos? Where's the video? Who were the witnesses? Those were VIPs on board. Now, whether those VIPs came from the Four Seasons, which was the site of the real attack, or they came from an aircraft, there was an aircraft, a C-550 Citation private jet that arrives at exactly 10 p.m. It taxis right next to Maverick, and three minutes later, Maverick is departing. Was there a VIP on that C-550 Citation? And oh, by the way... It was denoted as a medevac. Oh
0: my god! So you're saying that Maverick did a good thing by getting these VIPs out? Did Maverick get in the sky chase off these other helicopters, or
1: it appears that way? Yes.
0: You, th- you, yes, it's it your belief that, that Maverick got in the sky to chase off helicopters?
1: Combination. Uh, I think less to chase them off. I think that that may have been just sort of uh, the effect of it. Because there were seven of them. And as Maverick gets up to that space needle up there, up up at the top where they make the turn at that space needle, uh, the police arrive. So N911WY is the helicopter from the LVMPD. They arrive at the same time the Maverick's making the turn. So now it looks like there's eight helicopters heading south together. And that's when the bad guys split. Now the bad guys may have said, hey, we're leaving after 10 minutes anyway because the attack was only 11 minutes long. It could have been a fuel issue or it could have been that they saw that these guys are coming at them with eight helicopters. I don't know.
0: Have you tried to contact Maverick at all?
1: No, but other people have other independent investigators like Jason Goodman. Jason Goodman's had me on his crowdsource. The truth show. He's been out there in person. He visited them and got the short shrift. They gave him the uh, the bum's rush. Get out of here.
0: where do you believe that the bad helicopters flew from
1: well you want, once you see this evidence once you see the overwhelming amount of evidence on the John E Hoover channel that this is an aerial attack <clears throat> you start to wonder well did somebody steal helicopters if they go to one of these battle, you know, battle Las Vegas helicopters, shoot out in the desert places and steal two or three of these things and kill the guys at the counter? If they did, we probably would have heard about it, right? We would right. have heard that there were two or three helicopters burned out in the desert. The FBI found them two days later. We don't hear any of that. Nobody stole any helicopters. So if nobody stole any helicopters, that means whoever did it has helicopters within the vicinity. So, who would do something this heinous? North Korea? North Korea doesn't have helicopters near Las Vegas. The Russians, you really think Putin would pull off a stunt like this? I don't think so. Right? You think President Xi is going to pull off a stunt like this? No. Is there a group of people that are known for their ruthlessness? Anybody remember Al-Qaeda?
0: You think this is terrorist
1: I think these guys had their own agenda, and it was al-Qaeda on al-Qaeda. It was al-Qaeda on Saudi. Excuse me, not al-Qaeda on, on uh, al-Qaeda. You th- so,
0: okay, so now <clears throat> we're bringing back what we had brought up. Do you believe this might have been some sort of a attempt to make a hit on somebody?
1: Yes. Wow. Yes. So uh, there, there's, a, there's an article... In the Guardian, two years before the attack in Las Vegas, September of 2015, there's a Guardian article where one of the uh, grandchildren of Ibn Saud in Saudi Arabia says that there is a lot of unrest about the appointment of MBS as the crown prince. He's 32 years old, and there's a lot of other guys who've been waiting to be king of Saudi Arabia that are in their 50s and 60s. And this letter basically says, we're having meetings to discuss changes in the leadership. Oh my! But God. Saudi Arabia is, yeah, that's not a democracy. You don't get to vote for that stuff. You don't get to make changes in the leadership unless you're going to have a coup. And I believe that MBS was well aware that there was a coup being planned. He started sweeping people up. They started rounding people up. And uh I believe that there was a faction that had access to training helicopters that we sold them. We sell the Saudis helicopters, and their trainers are here. This is where we train their pilots in it's, Las it's Vegas nearby near not far away
0: interesting
1: and right, and we had just had Operation Red Flag just a few weeks earlier at Nellis. So all these pilots come in from all over the world, including Saudi pilots. Now, the Saudi Arabian National Guard has over 250,000 members. Do you think that you might be able to find 10 or 15 of them that have alliance to al-Qaeda? I think so. Yeah. So, And that's what happened.
0: So let me ask you, is it al-Qaeda or ISIS? Which one do you think?
1: Well, well to, I- to me, these, these, it's the same families— that, that financed what happened September 11th. So in other words, <clears throat> 15 of those hijackers were Saudi. And we know from Zakarius Musawi that uh, Awuwi bin Toal gave him money. He testified to that. And he's serving life in prison, so he's got nothing to gain. And he said, Awuwi bin Talal gave me money for the September 11th attacks. And Awuwi bin is the guy who owns Citibank Twitter, and 45% oh, yeah, yeah, of the yeah. Four Seasons.
0: And he was swept so up in the uh, Saudi purge.
1: He certainly was. And think about this. He owns 45% of the Four Seasons, which is upstairs from Mandalay Bay. At 9.47 p.m. before the shooting, we see what appears to be an explosion, explosion. at the Four Seasons. Really? Yes. And, yeah. If you want to search for it, actually... Uh, Search my channel for Four Seasons. You'll find it. And there's an event that happens up at the Four Seasons. Uh, In fact, uh, InfoWars picked it up uh, just last week. Uh, Greg Reese and the guys at InfoWars did a video, uh, a two-year thing, and they were using some of the graphics that I did to to demonstrate this in their video.
0: Now, do you believe anybody was in town? Was any of these Saudis in town? Or was it more...
1: we don't have a whole lot of evidence that they were in town. What we, what we have is evidence that um, the crown prince's brother, KBS, was in town. We have evidence of that. We don't have evidence of him leaving, and we don't have an alibi. So, in other words, we don't have photographs or stories or video of him anywhere else in the world. There's no photos. There's no story. There's no accounting for him. Whereas, for example, on, on the morning of October 2nd at 11 a.m., President Trump was at the White House meeting the prime minister of Thailand. Right. So I can account for his whereabouts. I can't account for the whereabouts of the crown prince. There's no alibi. So he could be there, but I don't have evidence that he was there. Oh, my God. But when you see the evidence that it's an aerial attack, you start saying, well, who could get helicopters and who could do something this heinous? And what would their motive be? Well, they published their motive in 2015 in The Guardian. It's plain as day. You can read it. It says they want to overthrow the bin Salman family. And these older guys feel that they should be king. And so they will kill MBS. And so that's what has been going on over there. They've been trying to kill this guy. Oh and my that's what God. we saw. It is Game in of Thrones,
0: dude. It is Game of thrones in it's saudi arabia stuff. right now and then there's like jordan's also popping off there's some crazy stuff going on with the royal families in jordan that i've been trying to get some people to come on and talk about so greg last week uh had mentioned that there was might be some occult or symbolic religious symbolic stuff and you came on the, you were cool enough to come and comment and you know uh answer some comments and you had mentioned that well maybe it wasn't the christian calendar that might be uh interesting but another calendar or another religion and that this could be a high holiday what are your thoughts on that what were you talking about
1: well, I was watching your show and I heard Greg, you know, talking about the spiritual aspect of it and symbolism and all that, and I'm just sitting here smiling, thinking, "Oh boy, if he only knew, uh, you know, what what the truth was." XG, do you have that video queued up? Yep, do you have yep. uh, the Luxor, the Sphinx, meaningful? Yep, it's ready to go. What is Ashura? Yeah. Okay. T- twenty. Seconds. So, uh, tw- yeah, twenty seconds in, and uh, I would say kill the music for this one. No audio. Perfect. So uh, if you want to let it play, I'll talk over and explain to everybody. So I I looked into what was the significance of the date, October 1st, 2017. Is there a history of anything on October 1st? Uh, Is this date meaningful in any way? I don't know. So I started to dig in. And I looked on the regular calendar, and on the regular calendar, I didn't see much. And so once you go away from the Gregorian calendar... And you start exploring other calendars, uh, I found out that, in fact, yes, the symbology was rather meaningful. It turned out that um, October 1st, 2017, is Ashura. Now, Ashura um, is always the same day on the Islamic calendar, but on the Gregorian calendar, it's a different day every year. But in 2017, Ashura fell on October the 1st.
0: Oh, my God!
1: This is DreamWorks' depiction of Ashura. So Ashura, for Sunni Muslims, is the same as Passover for Jews. It is the celebration of Moses leading the Israelites out of Egypt. That's Ashura. And so on Ashura... In front of the Luxor, in front of the Sphinx, there is a bloodletting, right? And let's go XG. If you jump forward to 2 minutes and 30 seconds... 2.30 in the same video, that's it. So, Ashura, it turns out, is also a rather violent holiday. Really? Um, Oh, yeah. So, if you were to Google or DuckDuckGo violence on Ashura and then look at the images, it's uh, not for children.
0: Oh, really?
1: All right. So violence on Ashura. um, In the Shiite tradition, it's the day of self flagellation
0: Oh, my God.
1: So the fact that nobody reported this, right, nobody put two and two together that this might be relevant. Um, It's also the anniversary of the terrorist attack in Bali. And here's violence during Ashura. Wow. So, yeah. So it appears that this is a holiday that is marked... Whoa. With violence, repeatedly. Now I didn't know that until I looked. Right, and then here we have video footage of Ashura, and this is how it's celebrated. Oh wow!
2: You guys gotta watch this episode. Was he
0: doing stabbing himself? Uh huh. Oh yeah, my self-flagellating.
1: God. Yeah. So this is this is a rather violent thing yeah it's a rather violent holiday so um the symbology right this is the holiday where they celebrate moses leading the israelites out of egypt and this is taking place in front of the luxor the sphinx and the obelisk yeah greg there's a ton of symbology here so much so that people are going to be kind of stunned by that
0: yeah yeah i mean it's all a at to get at the highest levels it's all dark arts and
2: Especially they're, if you think this is... They're st- just shooting in the sky thousands of bullets that come straight down and can land on someone's face. Yeah. Oh, did, you, did you mean when that? they... You,
1: look wedding. It. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Wahhabi um, wedding. Yeah, the people Wahhabi get wedding hit? Footage. They're
2: just shooting up in the air. And that's illegal in Mexico because they come down. Like, look, it became a thing. Where you're not allowed to celebrate with fucking shooting in the air like that because they come down.
0: Yeah, of course they come down.
2: And they're just shooting like... Look at them. Oh, my God, dude.
0: Oh, my God. That's crazy. Oh my god. It's all religion, so, man. It's all religion. So is your is your belief that does this tie into the Do you remember uh like a month before the uh mm-hmm. the attacks that 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 post yes. came out talking about yes. how they're going to try to cause major violence so that you beg yeah. for body scanners? Do you think that has anything to do with this?
1: So, interestingly, I think that was planted there as uh, counter uh, counterintelligence. Meaning, I think that that post on 4chan was posted uh, to call attention to some people and, and create problems for them. And, uh, might the person have had foreknowledge? Possibly. <clears throat> However... Uh, if I wanted to sell metal detectors to hotels in Vegas, why would I shoot out the window at the concert across the street? I would walk into the casino, guns blazing, and tear it up three thousand miles to Graceland style. You want metal detectors? I'll give you metal detectors. I need, you know, two AR-15s and, you know, showtime. And we go to the casino. No, it's all on film. What the hell? You shooting out the window across the street? That's how you're going to do it? That's your plan? And where do the helicopters fit in? Um, It it doesn't add up. It doesn't make sense. So if you're going to sell metal detectors, you're going to hire helicopter commandos? No. Come on. If you want to sell metal detectors, you walk into the casino and you just rip it up, and that's how you sell metal detectors. It's simple. This is too complicated, and it doesn't add up. The story doesn't add up. Where does the the
0: cameras not working fit into this your theory i where's it go if this is if this is an al-qaeda hit and i have no reason mm-hmm. not to believe that why would mm-hmm. uh, why would we not get any footage of paddock In the casino, I mean, we get a couple of here and then all of a sudden these securities cameras don't work in this in this bank. It's basically a giant money making bank. Why don't the security cameras work?
1: Well, I'm less concerned with with Paddock. So I, I don't believe Paddock killed anybody. First of all, I don't believe Paddock shot anybody. I think Paddock provided the weapons and provided the ammunition and provided the room and then he was killed. He, he, he did what he had to do. So that was his role. But I don't think Paddock shot anybody. And in fact, there's no evidence that Paddock shot anybody. That's what I should say. It has nothing to do with that, what I think. There's no evidence that Paddock shot anybody. There's no gunshot residue on his hands in his autopsy. He was shot in the chest. That wasn't mentioned in his autopsy. And yeah. there was no ballistic testing done on any of the weapons in the room. This is the biggest issue of all. There's no evidence that any of the weapons in that room killed or wounded anybody at the concert because no ballistic testing was done. There's a system called ibis Tracks. It's a 3D system. They didn't test it. There's no testing.
0: Interesting. So we have, we have eyewitnesses to this stuff. What are the eyewitnesses saying?
1: So Clarissa... Uh, XG, if you queue up Clarissa testimony and we go to four seconds in, we can do noise uh, on your right?
2: Yeah. Right. We can do sound.
1: Yes. You can right. do sound on this one at four seconds in. And this is a young lady an eyewitness who was at the event and she's rather emphatic about her experience. And as you watch this, I, I put her testimony to some eyewitness footage. And as you watch this and you listen to what she has to say, uh, y- you tell me what do you think from this?
3: Right play. I was so unbelievably certain that it was coming from the helicopter because it was so close, and I remember thinking, "Why is it that close? Oh my god! I think it's—I think the shooting is coming from the helicopter." Just in that moment, was so so certain, just un, not a doubt in my mind that there was shooting coming from the helicopter. Oh but my I god! I do remember like seeing. They have those openings on the side, and I could see, like, a, a shadow, like, not facing, uh, like, facing out towards us. So not, like, sitting back how you would in a helicopter strapped in. He was, like, or, you know, they were, like, looking down at us. And it was, like, I could see their head, then underneath I could see, like, a big blob, and I'm, like, I couldn't, I couldn't tell what that was.
0: Oh, my God. And so I think that's
3: another reason why I was really sure about it, because they were, like, looking down on us. And I, I really wish, like, I could remember every single detail with that night, but I just, for some reason, I just knew it was coming out of that helicopter.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Oh, my God. Uh, kill, the, kill the music, actually. So the notion here is once you except that this is an aerial attack, who has helicopters within the vicinity? And it's a really short list. And so then you say, all right, so if the Saudis have helicopters, did the Saudis have a motive? Yes, we read the motive in the Guardian article from 2015. Their motive was to overthrow the existing government. They've got helicopters nearby. Well, does the prince like to hang out in Vegas? Does he have a history of that? He might. And if it's Ashura, is like Passover for these guys. Ashura dinner is a big deal. Might he have invited somebody to Ashura dinner? Another VIP, his brother, Khalid bin Salman, the other prince of, of uh, Saudi Arabia. So if the two brothers are having Ashura dinner together, it's like Passover dinner. And that's the night they plan to kill these guys.
0: Now, John, have you heard anything about shootings at other uh, casinos?
1: Yes. So um, I don't think we have time for it on this show, but I did a video about shooting at midnight. If you go to the Johnny Hoover channel and you search, you'll find that there was gunfire at midnight and a whole bunch of cops hear it. And the cops are like, that's machine gun fire. And it's reported that there's shots fired at the Bellagio. Um, But, again, nobody reported this in the mainstream media. Nobody reports on it. Nobody's asking questions about it. That's so interesting. And it's machine gun fire. It's, uh, yeah. So, yes, there were shots fired later in the night. Um, People were shot far from the hotel. People were killed far from the hotel. And so when you think, well, if if the shooters were in helicopters, does that answer all the questions? Does that explain people getting shot up by hooters? Does that explain... And people getting shot up, by up the all Indiana. over the place. Because the that Indiana? explains... Right, exactly. So it explains a lot if the shooters were in the helicopters, and it also explains why nobody was caught because they disappeared. Unbelievable. So the extent of this cover-up. This is this is probably the biggest cover-up in American history. I think this, the, the size and scale of this might be bigger than, uh, than the JFK cover-up because um, you know, this whole Paddock thing, it, it's just a ruse. Paddock didn't shoot anybody. There's no evidence that he did. And there's no evidence that the window's broken. So you were asking me about the cameras and the missing footage from Paddock in the hotel. Yeah. I'm not interested in that. I want to know the missing footage from the cops that entered the suite. Where's their body cam footage? Why don't we have that? I'll give you a list of cops that went in there, Corey Mickelson, Brett Brosnahan, that weren't even mentioned in the FIT report, weren't mentioned. Why would they not mention those cops? I see them in the room. I know they're in there, but they're not mentioned. Where's their body cam footage? Why don't we see the body cam footage of the cops in the oh, room? We only man. have one cop's footage. What are they covering up? Why won't they let us see that? And what now, is Now, I know where the footage is. You do? We know where the footage is. Of course we do. Made a video about that, too. So uh, there's a company called Axon that used to be called Taser. And the Taser company now makes the Axon body cameras. And at the end of your shift, when you dock your Axon body camera, all your video footage is uploaded to Axon. So they have the footage. And that can be subpoenaed.
0: So uh, also, the autopsies of these victims, were they released? Because I remember there was an outrage that they weren't going to make the autopsies public. And the whole theory was because then that Correct. would prove that uh, bullets were coming from different directions.
1: That's right. And I was able to get these autopsies. Uh, one of the members of one of the networks sent them to me. And I released a video showing the victims autopsies and uh, basically I broke the autopsies. You haven't seen them anywhere in the media other than on my channel. And I broke that story. We then publish those autopsies um, of the victims and we see wounds that are consistent with an aerial attack, meaning people who are shot right in the top of the head straight down. Oh my God.
2: That and everyone yeah. everyone should have got shot in the back, in the back of the leg, because you're running away. So if anyone's getting shot from the chest, that's not coming from the hotel because no one's gonna sit there and watch it. Everyone's seeing you see in the video. Everyone's just running towards one way. So if the autopsy doesn't show that they're all from from the aerial, oh and then he has he has little he got like the direction of the aerial where the airplanes fly. Have you seen that video? Yeah, That It's crazy.
0: But so. I cannot believe that nobody talks about this.
2: That nobody's talking about
0: these autopsies,
1: and nobody's. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And the complicity <clears throat> of these these government officials to cover this up, I just don't understand why they're okay with a with Americans being attacked.
1: I just oh, it, it's there's very 500, abs- there's five hundred billion dollars. Of military business on the table right now, they're spending half a trillion dollars on military gear with our big, uh, you know, big companies—Boeing, Lockheed, oh Lockheed, uh, you know, Lockheed Martin—all these guys. So, it, it, if it were to come out, if this truth were to come out, the Senate, the Congress would politicize it. And all of a sudden, all that business and all that commerce would come to a grinding halt. Jobs would be lost, right? Forecasts would be missed, and uh, it it would have a really negative effect on the military-industrial complex if the truth were to get out. So that that's, you know, my intent is not to screw up deals. I'm not trying to screw up deals. I just want the, the victims to know what happened to them. Yeah. And then primarily, so here's the other thing. You know, uh, a <laughs> lot of people are angry with MGM. Um, I approach this, I guess, after two years of this, it, it's become somewhat uh, unemotional, meaning I'm, I'm less and less subjective and more and more objective after two years of watching video of people getting killed. And so... I look at MGM and I say, again, if I'm right, how is MGM supposed to defend against an aerial assault by commandos? And I understand that people want to sue MGM and people are angry. But if I'm right, I think what we're seeing is displaced anger and displaced justice. If this was an aerial assault by commandos and helicopters, I'd like to see them sue the people who financed it. Not the kingdom of Saudi Arabia, because the kingdom of Saudi Arabia was actually trying to be overthrown. This was a coup d'etat attempt, if I'm correct. I would like to see them sue the actual people. When MBS did his roundup, the Night of a Thousand Swords, they called it, November 4th, 2017, when they arrested Aloui bin Talal and uh, Bakr bin Laden and all these other guys, right? All these guys were arrested, and many of them paid a billion or more for their freedom, Many of those guys are the guilty parties. They are billionaires. I'd like to see the victims sue those guys. That's what I want to see. I want to see justice come from where it should come from. These guys have mega yachts and billions of dollars. So Ah. rather than these victims suing the MGM, it's misplaced. The MGM could not have done a thing to prevent this. If you want to be angry at somebody you know who missed it the cia missed it the cia is supposed to pre- you know supposed to protect us from this stuff they're supposed to get wind of these attacks before they happen and they usually do and every 16 years something like this sneaks in that's what happened the cia
0: what oh. w- real quick uh where does info infrared lasers come and into These guys bl-
1: pulled this off and that's what i mean jim murrin you think a bunch of al-qaeda saudi guys are going to tip off right it's so a bunch of saudi guys planning an assassination of the saudi crown prince they're not telling ceos of of companies what's happening this is a, a real undercover operation
0: this is so interesting such an inter- where does our uh, infrared lasers come into play
1: well, in some of the footage, there's footage that was shot from the foundation room, which is the, the room all the way at the top of the Mandalay Bay. Yeah. And in that footage, we see these, uh, these dots moving around. And I did some research and realized that some cell phone cameras can pick up infrared light. And I don't know if you guys do any shooting, but there are lasers that you can mount on a weapon and some are red and some are green and some are infrared invisible. And these guys are using infrared invisible lasers that you only see when you use night vision glasses. Oh my God. But some cell phones pick it up. And the guy who's recording
0: the guy who's,
1: who's recording it in the foundation room, in the foundation his cell phone sees her even though it's infrared. Right, so we see the lasers, even though they're invisible to the naked eye. Oh, my God. And we see them on the back of the stage. We see them on the Sphinx. So basically, these guys are hanging off the side of the helicopter with a gun under their arm with an infrared laser that's invisible to the naked eye. And they're wearing night vision goggles. And they see the laser. Hold
0: on, John. You have video of this? There is video showing guys actually hanging from the helicopters?
1: No, 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 no. There's video of the laser shining on the Venue and shining on the Sphinx. So you see the laser, and there's, there's video of the laser hitting the SUV when they shoot the SUV. The SUV is the video that got the most views, I think, like 250,000 views on my channel. So they, they, target, they target the SUV with the laser, and they shoot the SUV from the wrong side, meaning the SUV is hit on the far side from the Mandalay, an impossible shot, and it's targeted with the laser. I got the and video. At first, right? I thought.
2: I got the video, right? You have one. The info. Info. Does it? Uh, does it have music in it? Uh, it's the one with the van. I mean the SUV.
1: Quietly. Yeah, Play Start it, it quietly. Start it without the music, and I'll tell you once it starts. Right. Give me three seconds, and I'll tell you if you can put the audio up. Yeah, so leave the audio down for this. Um, you may want yeah. make that full screen. So what you're going to see here is uh, there's a dot that's moving around on the back of the stage. Yeah. And, right, so oh, yeah? this dot, yeah? that's invisible. That's invisible to the naked eye. Oh, my but God! Be- but because this particular cell phone doesn't have an infrared filter, it picks up infrared. And so... We had made a video, I don't know, almost two Go years back. ago. Go back to that. That sh- that shows this is the Wilcox Raptor. This is the uh, infrared laser, and we said that we thought that they were using these and targeted the SUV because we saw the SUV getting shot and we saw a dot appear on the side of it before it got hit. And some people said, "No, that's a moth." That's a and moth. And I was like, "What? That's, that's not a moth." moth. So. So here's the SUV, and the SUV gets shot in this footage, and you see the – you'll see the dot from the infrared laser moving around on the pavement out on Las Vegas Boulevard. Wow. So – right. So now what that suggests is that the guy who's projecting that dot is about 450, 500 feet up in the air on the side of the helicopter and that's his aim point for his gun that he's just kind of hanging down. Right. And, and so now you take the footage from the foundation room and you look at this footage and and you watch and you say, all right, is this the same phenomenon? We just watched it. Now we're going to watch, um, this laser targeting the stage in the area behind the stage. this is crazy yep. is it plain? okay yeah, and the ready. lasers they're not red they're not green they're 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 white now i did this research into infrared lasers and this guy styro pyro makes an infrared laser and it's an unbelievable thing but i don't know that we want to spend all that time on that xg no so we might just fine. we might that's just fine. kill it right oh here.
0: my that's, god wow wow john mm-hmm. wow You have uh... if
1: you want if you want if you want to wrap up with something super powerful, super um, dude, I'm all
0: about that.
1: Yeah, so this is this is ridiculous. So XG, there's a video on that same page there that says no forensic ballistic testing. The title of the video is Vegas shooting forensic pathologist discusses expectations from LVMPD. I'll
2: let you know where I am. And
1: in that and in that video, you can just search for pathologist or forensic, and it should come up. Forensic pathologist, and it should come up. And so, this is a doctor talking about what the results should be and what kind of test results we should be getting from the LVMPD. And it shows some of the results from the autopsies. And and the issue here, again, is that the wounds that we see are consistent with an aerial attack. We see people getting shot straight down in the crown of the skull. You may want to go about maybe halfway into that XG. It's not that long a video. Maybe just scrub halfway in. So you have to watch <laughs> what's the
2: video called again exactly?
1: Or what do you it's, want to um, It's Forensic Pathologist Discusses Expectations. Forensic. Should come up just with forensic. All right, got it. And
2: then midway through it, it's only like a three-minute video? Yeah,
1: yeah, somewhere midway, yeah. And I want to show people the autopsy results so that people understand what's going on.
2: Oh, my God,
1: this is insane. to go insane. Somewhere around there. You want to bring it up, Aaron? Here we go. Right here. All right, so, th- so this is this is the testing that wasn't done. So that's the ballistic testing. That's the IBIS tracks system. OK, and this is where um, the bullets are tested and matched to the weapons. And they didn't do any of this. Well, this autopsy, number 20, this woman was shot in the face. Right. And the projectile was recovered. The bullet was recovered. So the question then is, did you take that bullet and run it through the system and match it to one of the guns? But they didn't do that. None of this was presented as part of their case closed. This guy was shot in the head. The bullet was recovered whole. Once again, this bullet was not tested ballistically and matched to any of the weapons.
0: And the reason they're not doing this is because of – you. it's your belief that it is because of military weapons contracts?
1: Well, because they know what happened, <clears throat> right? The FBI in Las Vegas knows exactly what happened because they got a call from the State Department that they're trying to kill the crown prince, right? So they, they knew in the middle of the night what occurred. And they had to keep the kibosh on it in order to catch the bad guys. So they lulled the bad guys into thinking that nobody knew what really happened. And they did catch the bad guys. So they when got them. M- well, when MBS had his roundup November 4th in Saudi Arabia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, One yeah. of the pr- one of the princes was killed and his name is Mansoor bin Mukran, And Mansoor bin Mukran was killed in a helicopter. They shot him down. I call that an eye for an eye. That was a message. We know what you did. And he was shot down in a helicopter on November 4th and killed. Hmm. He, his father, Mansour bin Mukran's father, was crown prince. Mansour bin Mukran was in line to be king of Saudi Arabia one day. But his father was pushed aside when his father was pushed aside that was it he's no longer going to be king of Saudi Arabia so now he's angry and there's a bunch of guys that were going to be the next king that were all pushed aside in favor of MBS
0: Mm. that's so I mean like it's such like there's not just one there's not a bunch of conspiracies there's just
1: one completely entangled one
0: Unbelievable,
1: dude. I cannot you guys, believe. Check out the Guardian article. It's, it's online. You can search for it. The Guardian, it talks about Saudi unrest. And it was published in September of 2015. And if you read it, it's effectively an admission of guilt to a coup d'etat before the fact. They're basically admitting they're planning a coup d'etat.
0: Crazy dude, it's crazy. It's crazy. At what point do you think they decide to pin this on Maddox?
1: or Paddock? Excuse on who? On Paddock. On Paddock. I, I think. I think they walk into the room and they've got a dead body and they got a bunch of guns, and and the shooting has stopped. Right. Who killed him? So who killed Paddock? It, it, the, the real killers. Paddock was set up. Paddock was set up by real real killers, real, you know, you, you guys know, you know, you've heard about the Mossad, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. So who, who, who is the counter Mossad? The Saudis. You, you don't think the Saudis are every bit as good as the Mossad. Of course they are. They are awesome. It's called the general intelligence presidency and the general intelligence presidency is the Saudi CIA. And the former head of the Saudi intelligence, uh, general intelligence presidency, also used to be the crown prince. He was going to be the next king. He was pushed aside. Just insanity, man. So these are some powerful guys. Big money, right? The Saudi crown, the Saudi throne is what's at stake. This is the you know wealthiest man in, on the planet. So this was and basically every, every, mm-hmm.
0: a power structure... Between Saudi families, it is Game of Thrones, and this was basically exactly right. You know, collateral damage. Exactly. Interesting, dude. Then there's also been the theory that maybe he was somebody's pilot as well, and that they just he they uh, nope you don't again.
1: There's no evidence of this. You have to have evidence in order to formulate a hypothesis, right? Yeah. So I have evidence that there's helicopters flying around. Yeah. Right. So then we go searching for evidence of, well, where could they have come from and who would have owned them that would do something like this? Right. Do the Saudis have a history of doing heinous acts on oil and getting away with it? And it appears they do. Right. So if there's a history of these guys pulling stunts like this uh, and they've got access to helicopters, Right we were selling them helicopters. I did a video that uh, if you guys want to have me back, we'll take a look at next time where there's a general in the u s Army who's bragging about the program where we sell these guys helicopters and train them how to use them and basically, his trainees got off the leash. His trainees took a bunch of helicopters one night, went off, and tried to kill the prince. Oh my God and I'll show you where they trained, where the helicopters were based how they got to Vegas, I'll show you all that stuff. It's a remarkable scenario. It but is. again, you know, you, you kind of whittle it down. It obviously is not North Korea. North Korea doesn't have helicopters near Vegas. But the Saudis do.
0: Wow, he's John Cullen. That is an incredible, incredible, incredible like uh just podcast man mind-blowing you guys you can check him out his uh patreons at patreon.com backslash i am john cullen that's c-u-l-l-e-n okay check that out um man it is a an incredible incredible thing wow uh his pot his so YouTube over, over
1: 150 videos on youtube right now and the channel's not monetized so when you watch the videos, I don't make any money. It's a not not monetized channel. Uh, and don't believe me. Watch the videos. Just just look at the evidence. You are this real not, journalism. It's not about opinion.
0: John, you are real journalism.
1: What's that, Sam?
0: You are real journalism. Thanks. You People think journalism is dead. I say, no, it's gone indie. And the indie <laughs> journalists are the real journalists who are doing it because they love it and not because... They're on some kind of corporate nipple, and uh, you are the best example of that. Uh, I appreciate you, John. I appreciate you coming right on after the video to uh, g- give us more information on this super tragic day. I appreciate you, John, and let's do it again very soon.
1: Looking forward to it. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate you having All right, you know.
0: John. Be safe. We'll talk to you soon. Guys, oh. thank you so much. Want to see you in Salt Lake, and we want to see you at the mm. Comedy Store. Take care, and we'll talk to you guys soon.